This is artist Miriam Shulman, and you're listening to episode number 12 of the Inspiration Place podcast. And this week, we're talking all about email marketing. So for that, stay tuned. It's the Inspiration Place podcast with artist Miriam Shulman. Welcome to the Inspiration Place podcast, an art world insider podcast for artists by an artist, where each week we go behind the scenes to uncover the perspiration and inspiration behind the art. And now, your host, Miriam Shulman. Well, hello, it's artist Miriam Shulman of the Inspiration Place. And today we're diving into one of my favorite topics, which has really made a huge difference in my own art business, and that is how to build your email list. Before I dive in and really get started, I do want to let you know that there is a freebie associated with this episode. So to get your hands on the freebie, you can go to shulmanart.com forward slash 12, since this is episode number 12. And in that freebie, you're going to get your hands on links to everything I use for printing and photographing. So if you really want a more of a masterclass and you haven't seen my masterclass yet, I do have one of those as well. That is shulmanart.com forward slash print class, all one word. Or you can just head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash 12 if all you're interested in is my equipment list. So that will let you know my printer, my scanner, all kinds of things like that, everything I use to make prints. So that is what today's episode is being sponsored by, just some free goodness for you to help you on your art making journey. Now let's get back into email, why you should be sending email, And then what this topic is really going to be about is how to build your email list when you are a visual artist. So first of all, let's talk about the typical scenario where you're selling in person and someone has come by as they are ending up looking at your art, they might say something to you such as, do you have a card or do you have a website? Now, Let me tell you, first of all, half the time, this is really just their polite way of saying goodbye without making a purchase and not hurting your feelings. But other times they're sincerely interested in seeing your art later. The thing is, if you just give them your card, that's the end of it. When I first started out, I used to believe that all these people I was giving my cards to were going straight home, logging onto the internet, looking me up and getting their credit card ready out to make a sale. Well, guess what? It just doesn't work this way. And if you've been to art shows yourself, you know that you collect cards that either sit in your purse or that you throw out by the time you get to your car. So there is a much better way. And that is what we're going to talk about in this episode. First of all, why you should be gathering their contact information and then how to get it. So what I do instead when somebody says to me, do you have a card? Do you have a website? I say, oh, yeah, sure. But if you want me to invite you to my next art show, why don't you give me your information? And this is what I do next, which I really feel is critical. I know some artists will just take a clipboard and they have a list where they expect people to put their name and their email. And I know from my own experience, I don't like to add my name to a list where other people can see my email address. 
And it just kind of feels a little sloppy, a little amateurish, and a little tacky. Here's something else you can do that is far superior. It's going to make you look like a pro, and it's going to make a better experience for your customer. What I do is I make up postcards, which is why I wanted you to have that information about all my printing and how I order that kind of stuff. So like I said in the beginning of the show, you can get that information at shulmanart.com forward slash print class or in the show notes, shulmanart.com forward slash 12. So what I do is I make up a postcard. And the way I've made these postcards is that I've modeled it after what a magazine subscription postcard looks like. So if you open any magazine up, those postcards that fall out that ask you to subscribe to their magazine, that's how I modeled it. So on the top, I've got my logo. I have a checkbox that's checked that says, yes, I want to receive email from you. And then I have a place for them to put their name, their email, and their mailing address. I make sure that these postcards are printed matte because if it's glossy, they're really hard to write on. And the back side is blank, which is perfect for me so that I can jot down any notes about what this art collector might be interested in. So when I do follow up, I can remember what to say. Now, if they do give me their mailing address, the next day, I will send them a thank you note, a handwritten thank you note. Imagine that. But you know how few people do that and how much you stand out when you do that and also how more likely it is that they're going to follow up and make a purchase. And I know this is true because it has happened. I also add their email to my MailChimp mailing list database. And I make sure that I mark off where I saw them. So I will have fields checked off for the name of the show. And that way, the next time I have a local show, I can invite all the people not just the people who are geotagged as being in the area of where my show is, but also people who live near those in-person events, because I know that because that's how I've required their mailing information. Now, if you want to see what this postcard looks like, I have also included a picture of that in the show notes on my blog at shulmanart.com forward slash 12. So be sure you head on over there after this episode to check it out. Now, the next thing you might be wondering is, does this really work? And the truth is, I find it takes about six months between the time someone signs up for my mailing list, whether that's online or in person, and actually makes a sale. But I do know the people who come to my art shows who sign my mailing list and then come back because they've been invited, those are the people who are making purchases in my booth. And because people are making purchases in my booth, people who are new to me see that. And that creates a little buzz around my booth and that encourages more sales. I am so surprised that more artists don't take advantage of email marketing. First of all, to sign up for MailChimp is actually free if you have less than 2,000 subscribers. Although I do recommend my friends and artists who I coach to sign up for the paid plan. They only charge you based on how many subscribers you have. So I believe to get started, it should be around $15 a month. And that $15 is definitely worthwhile. But let me talk about what happened at my last show that completely amazed me. 
a woman came over to my booth and I seemed to have recognized her. I don't know if I had recognized her from the show or just because she lives in my neighborhood. But either way, I said to her, hi, have you been to my show before? You look familiar. And she let me know that she was there because of her friend. But her friend didn't send her an email. And in fact, she didn't know when the show was. She had to keep looking it up and trying to figure out when the show was. So I said to her, hey, if you join my email list, I'll send you an invitation. So she said, of course. Now, this is somebody who isn't even interested in my art. She just wants an invitation to the show. So why wouldn't people who are selling their art add these people to their mailing list? You're not bothering them. They want to know when the show is. People who go to art shows enjoy going to art shows and they want to be invited. Now, not everyone is going to hand you both their email address and their regular mailing address. It's funny. Some people will give you their email address very readily, but not their mailing address and some people vice versa. That's okay. By the way, they are both very valuable. So if they only give you their email address, you add it to your email list. If they give you their mailing address, you can send them a physical invitation next time you have a show. I don't do this every single time I have a show, but if I have a solo show, I might. I might want to invite everybody who I have a mailing address for. Or I might want to invite only people who bought art from me or people who have bought prints from me. Now, how do you keep track of this? This can be really cumbersome after you've sold hundreds of prints over the years. And this will happen to you too, as long as you keep at it and you're consistent. So what I like to use is a system called Artwork Archive. And I actually have an affiliate link for you is going to give you a discount when you sign up. So to get the discount on Artwork Archive, go to shulmanart.com forward slash archive. Or once again, you can find a link to that on my blog in the show notes, shulmanart.com forward slash 12. I love Artwork Archive because then I can sort my database of both clients and collectors and prospects. In other words, a prospect is somebody who's just signed up to hear from you, but maybe they've never bought. And I can sort them based on geographical location and what they have purchased. So depending on the show, like I said, I may want to invite just collectors, collectors and people who've bought prints, or maybe everything. I need a way to organize this. Another thing that's great about Artwork Archive is when people do collect, I can add a picture and a record of everything that they bought, including the prices, everything, everything gets attached to them. So if I have something similar, I can follow up with them directly. I can send them an email and say, hey, I have a brand new painting that would look great with your collection. And by the way, they do not have to be on your email subscription for you to send a personal email. That is totally legal to send a personal email to somebody, whether or not they are subscribed to your bulk mailing list. Now, you may be wondering which email marketing program to sign up for, because there are a few. They all have their pros and cons. My philosophy is just pick one and stick with it. So if you're already using something like, I don't know, ConvertKit, that's a popular one, just stick with it. (laughs) It's probably not worth it to switch to MailChimp. The only thing that is worth it, though, to switch is if you're using a spreadsheet. And I hate to say this because actually I do know people who do that. 
and you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> First of all, it's not legal to do that. You're not supposed to bulk email people without giving them a way to opt out of your list. What they may end up doing, they may not tell you they want to be unsubscribed because I heard people say to me, oh, it's no problem. They want to unsubscribe. They can just email me and tell me and I'll take them off my list. Here's what's probably going to happen instead. They're going to stay on your list. But instead of responding to you and saying, I want to unsubscribe, they're going to mark your email as spam or they'll just stop opening it and their Gmail service provider or Yahoo will start filtering it to spam. So if you've got enough of those, you know what's going to happen? Most of your emails that you send out, even if it's personal email, is going to end up in people's spam folders. So even the people who want to hear from you are not going to hear from you because your email is going to spam. So do it the right way. Use a cheap (laughs) mailing service like MailChimp and add people the right way. First of all, it's going to be a lot easier for you and it's legal and it's not very expensive. All right, now I'm going to talk about ways to get people to join your email list. And I'm going to focus primarily, like I said, on in-person ways, since that's how most of the art is going to sell. So the number one way is to simply ask them. And you don't have to wait until you have an art show to do this. Because anytime that you are talking about your art, and people say to you, do you have a card? That is when you can do the same thing I do at the art show and say, hey, if you like, I'll send you an invitation to my next show. You pull out one of those postcards because you have a bunch of them stashed in your purse with a pen and you ask them to join your mailing list. I also forgot to point this out. Why giving them a postcard is a nicer experience for them rather than adding a name to a list. For some reason, when you are putting your name down on a list, it feels to the person who's doing it like they're doing. Whereas when you give them the postcard, are you listening to my language? You're giving them a postcard, even though they fill it out and give it back to you, it just has a different energy around it that makes it feel like you are giving something to them. And it also signals to them that you are treating their contact information very carefully. And that creates instant trust with your potential art collector. Let's move on to number two. Another way that really works, and this method also works online, is you create a free art catalog. All you have to do is go on to a site like Vistaprint or Canva or something like that and just create a quick and easy brochure that has pictures of your artwork, descriptions of your artwork, and prices. That's it. Now, it could be a physical mailing, which works very well, or it could be a digital PDF, which also works very well. I'm going to pause for a minute and talk about a few things that does not work very well that I've heard other marketing coaches and other artists try. It just does not work well. One thing that does not work well is to give out a coloring page. The only way giving out a coloring page is going to be a good idea is if you are selling a coloring book. (laughs) And so basically, that one coloring page is the free sample of the whole book. But if you're selling fine art, like landscapes, giving a coloring page is not going to attract your ideal customer and is just a waste of time. Okay. Back to other ideas. You could offer exclusive subscriber discounts. Discounting art is controversial 
But I have done this successfully to build the email list. What I have found, though, is people tend not to use the coupons. So I stopped creating and and using them. However, it was an enticement to get people onto my email list when I was listing my art on other venues like Etsy. So I would post a link that if they wanted to save on the art, they could click on that link that added them to my subscriber list and send them an automatic coupon. So that does work for building your email list. The fourth way that I've seen other artists very successfully build their email list is offer early access. This is something that hasn't really worked very well for me because I just don't have the discipline to hold on to a collection until it's complete before I start announcing it to the world. (laughs) However, I've seen it work very successfully for other artists, for example, Emily Jeffords, or Amira Rahim, both of those two artists are very good about teasing their collector base and letting them know that they need to sign up for their email list to get first dibs on a painting. They build a lot of excitement up. They have a grand opening that the paintings are going on sale on a certain day. And usually the collection sells out very quickly to the hungry art collectors who know that they have to snatch something up within days or even hours if they want to get something. My fifth suggestion, my fifth and final way for getting people to sign up for your email list is the free postcard. This has worked exceptionally well for me. In fact, so well that I actually had to turn it off. So what you do is either on Facebook, Instagram, some one of those social media places where you are going to be seen and you're not, or in person, but places where you're seen where you have followers who have not yet turned into subscribers. You offer to send them a postcard with your art on it if they sign up for your email list. One caveat, though, is I do say to them that they still have to be on my email list in three months. (laughs) So the way I do that is I will run the promotion, but I won't send the postcard out until three months later. And I only send it out to the people who are still on my email list who signed up for that giveaway. Now, I don't send the postcard to everybody on my email list just the people who signed up for that special promotion and have also given me their mailing address. So those are the five best ways to build your email list when you are a visual artist. And most of those are low-tech solutions that you can use in person. Now, you may be wondering why I am so passionate about building your email list. In fact, you may not even be convinced yet this is something you should be focusing on. But one of the biggest business mistakes I ever made was not starting my email list and building my email list from the very beginning. During those early years when I was selling art on eBay and then on Etsy, oh my gosh, when I think about all the missed opportunities from not adding those names to my email list, it just makes me want to throw up because I know the people who I when I do start adding their names to their email list, how they come back and buy from me year after year after year. I do remember those good old days when I was making sales all the time just by listing my art on eBay and then on Etsy. And then those good old days came to an end. (laughs) So and it's not because my art changed. I'm sure it's like many of you have discovered 
now there's plenty of things to do on the internet. When I first started, eBay was the only thing to do on the internet. And they didn't have other distractions like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat. Oh my goodness, we could go on and on. So when somebody does make a sale, you really need to stay in touch with them. By the way, When I finally did decide to start building on my email list, incredible things started to happen. I started to fill my workshops. Collectors came to my art shows as I outsold all the other artists, which is what I was hinting out what had happened last weekend. This isn't because my art is any better than anyone else's. It's because staying in touch helps build a relationship and people like to buy art from people they know, like, and trust. Whether my art collectors prefer to buy their art from me either online or in person, they still like the emails. I have a collector who attends every single one of my art shows just to see what's new. She often makes purchases of original art and she loves getting my emails. (laughs) It makes her feel special to be invited. Yeah, sure, it goes out to a thousand people. But to her, it goes just to her. And that's the way I write every single one of my emails as if it's being read by just one person. Never start an email off by saying, hey, guys, hey, friends. It's always being sent and read by one person. Now, let's address the other elephant in the room. Why don't more artists build their email list? Is it because you're afraid? Are you worried about bothering people? Either you're afraid to ask for their email address or maybe afraid of bothering them. Well, like I said, it's not bothering them. They love your art. They want to see your art. Getting your emails are free to them. And if you're doing it properly, if they're getting too much email, they can unsubscribe at any time. But I do know that my favorite brands, Kate Spade, Anthropology, they email me, I don't know, four to five times a week. I don't unsubscribe from them as long as they're sending me pretty pictures of things that I like to look at with nice little hints of how to use it. I stay on their email list. That brings me to another question. Once you get them on your email list, what should you be sending them? And another question I get asked is how often you should be emailing people. Well, if you're wondering how often, the answer is you're not mailing often enough. You should be mailing your list once a week. That's the deal. And definitely not less than once a month. And remember I said sign up for the paid version of MailChimp? That's because as soon as you add someone to your email list, you want to be sending them a welcome email and a few emails that follow that up that introduce them to you and your art so that they get to know you. You don't want to add them to your email list and have a whole month go by before they receive something from you. Because you know what? By then, they might have forgotten who you are, and that's why they unsubscribe. Okay, so let's talk about what you should be sending them. The very first email that goes out should welcome them to the list and let them know what to expect. So that usually should be, hi, I'm Miriam Shulman. I'm from New York. I do XYZ kind of artwork. And let them know a few personal things about you and, you know, not too personal, but like you have kids, you have a dog, you have a cat, that kind of thing. And then let them know that you'll, they'll be hearing from you about once a week, maybe more often if you have something special to say. And then the question is, now what do you send them? Well, you send them pictures of your art. You send them stories about why you created it, what inspired you. I ran an email campaign recently to sell my 2019 calendar 
And guess what? They completely sold out by email before my art show this weekend. So email definitely works. I have sold prints and originals online, although I do find that the largest commissions happen in person. But that still means that you need to keep in touch and people seem to prefer email. Don't get lazy and think social media is going to do it. You know not everyone is seeing all of your posts on Facebook and Instagram. And lots of people like to take breaks from social media, but they don't take breaks from their email. So that really is still the best way to get in touch with somebody and the best way to continue the relationship. And besides, it's the easiest way for them to hit reply and talk to you. Okay, so let's wrap up and summarize what you learned today. We talked about how to ask people to join your mailing list and five different ways to build your email list. We also covered what tools I recommend, such as Artwork Archive and MailChimp to keep track of your customers. You'll find those affiliate links that will save you money. For Artwork Archive, it'll save you $10 off your plan if you join using my link, shulmanart.com forward slash archive, or you can hop on over to my blog, shulmanart.com forward slash 12. We also talked about how often to email your list and more importantly, what to send them. I also hope that I convinced you that having an email list, if you're trying to sell your art, is important and people do want to hear what you have to say. So that's it for now. Next week, we have a very special guest. We have Mike Michalowicz of the book Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, and most recently of Clockwork. And he's coming on to talk about how to automate your business, get help in your business. And we're also being very, very specific and talking about how to do that if you are an artist. So I hope you'll join me next week, same time, same place. And if you want to make sure you don't miss the episode, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're on iTunes, all you have to do is hit that purple subscribe button and it will automatically download to your phone. There's no need to enter an email address for that. It's completely free. Of course, I hope you join my email list. And to do that, head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash 12. There'll be a sign up for you to get that freebie we talked about of all the equipment I use for making prints. And then you'll get to see, of course, how I treat my customers on my email list. So that's it for now. Have an inspirational week. Thank you for listening to the Inspiration Place podcast. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash shulmanart, on Instagram at shulmanart, and of course on shulmanart.com.